Welcome to Season 2, Episode 2 of Everyday NLP Bites. If you haven't been watching or listening to the earlier podcasts, my name is Florence Madden. I'm an NLP trainer and coach based in Cumbria in the north of England. And I'm also the author of two books. The first of these being The Intention Impact Conundrum, which is based on the Personal Effectiveness at Work course that I run several times a year in the Lake District. And the second is Everyday NLP, a book that I co-wrote with my friend and associate, Eleni Sarantanu. I've chosen presuppositions of NLP as my subject for this second season. And the reason for that is twofold. First of all, these presuppositions really are one of the key building blocks of NLP. These are resourceful beliefs and attitudes that can really shift the outcomes that we achieve. And the second reason is that the way in which they're expressed doesn't always reveal everything about the possible benefits of these. And sometimes people find them, you know, not you know, terribly easy to understand at first glance. So the one that I've chosen to look at today is one that causes probably the most question and debate when I ask people to look at these presuppositions for the first time. And that is that behind every action is an unconscious positive intention. It causes debate because the most frequent thing I hear is, well, that person didn't have a positive intention towards me. And certainly there's a lot of behavior that goes on around about us, maybe in workplaces, maybe in life generally, that doesn't exactly feel very positive to be on the receiving end of. And when we find ourselves in that situation, it's not unusual to get ir irritated or angry with that other person or people. And of course, there starts the problem. There's a couple of different ways of looking at this presupposition. So let me start with one. And I'm going to explain it yet again through a story. I was running a course on one occasion um, for a business and there was a number of people uh, of management and supervisory level that were going through this program over a number of weeks. And on one occasion, one of the delegates came in and he looked around the training room, which perhaps wasn't what he was expecting. I don't think he had been on many training courses, if any. And certainly the layout of the room was not as he expected. There weren't any tables in front. In fact, there was a circle of chairs and coffee tables in front, a fairly informal layout, which is how I normally train. So just at that glance, I could just see the look on his face. And he looked at me and he said, what's this then? The bad lads club. Well, you know, when I meet people for the first time, you know, I think I'm kind of to say hello, something more civil and a greeting would be normally what I would expect. 
And for sure, the way in which he said it to me, you know, was not jokey or friendly in any which way. If I had reacted to that by saying, you know, something to the effect of, well, there's no need to take that attitude or, you know, what do you mean? Then we certainly would have gone off completely on the wrong foot. So I'm willing to accept in that moment that behind his action, behind what he said, was an unconscious, and for sure it was unconscious, positive intention. Not necessarily towards me, but in some way that was helping him or satisfying something in him in that moment. Now, as I often say to people, I'm not Mother Teresa either. And do I regard someone greeting me like that as a little bit rude? Well, yes, I do. But to allow myself to take offence at that would have affected my relationship with him and my relationship with the other delegates on that course. So I made a bit of a joke of it, pointed in the direction of the coffee, and we moved on. I'm going to say something here that is very, doesn't come from anywhere in NLP, but I think there is something really important in how we handle ourselves around other people's behavior. And I'll sum that up in the phrase, get over yourself. People's behavior is not necessarily about us or anything that we have done. So it doesn't make much sense to start off on the wrong foot with someone by taking what they say personally. There's loads going on in other people's lives that we don't necessarily know about. And something that is the basis of all effective relationships in whatever part of our lives we look is to have some rapport with people. And surely the first step in achieving rapport with someone is not to get into a conflict with them. So that delegate did get his coffee and he sat down and we just carried on the course the way I would normally run it. And I could see from his body language and his facial expression as the morning progressed, he was kind of getting a bit to understand what the course was for and how it was going to be, and perhaps getting the measure of me as well. And, and I recognize that's a really significant thing when someone comes on a course. How is the trainer going to behave? By late morning and into the afternoon, he hadn't just settled, he was really starting to participate in the course. And to my delight, on day two of the course, he was one of the first through the door. And he came up to me and saying quite conspiratorially, he said, I've been talking to my wife about this stuff. I said, oh, have you? He said, oh, yeah. <laughs> Gosh, she could do with coming in this course. And so we both had a laugh. We didn't say any more about what happened the previous morning. We didn't need to. He was 
in the place that he needed to be and we were in rapport. I said we don't always know what's going on. I could have a pretty good guess but what I did find out was that person hadn't received the joining instructions for the course. He'd just been told to be there. He hadn't been explained or hadn't been explained to him rather what the course was about and you know he, he sometimes you know people do think they're being sent on courses as some sort of punishment or uh, in some sort of remedial way. So his behavior, his statement, inappropriate as it may have seemed at the time, was his defense. It was a shot across my bows because he was, he wanted me to back off. He felt uncomfortable and perhaps even a bit threatened by the situation. So whilst his behavior is not necessarily appropriate, when you get to know more of what sits behind it, you may say, well, that's understandable. So the other point about this is that not only do we not know what sits behind people's behavior, if we react to that in a way that we might at the time think is justified, there is every danger that what that person goes away thinking about is our behavior and not their own. And they won't have learned anything from it. There's another way also of looking at behind every action is an unconscious positive intention. And it's a little more fanciful. Nonetheless, it may be very useful to you. And to think that someone else's behaviour that we find in some way insulting or challenging or difficult, that unconsciously that they are trying to help us or to teach us something. I've been very fortunate in my work life and my life as a trainer to find that not very many people have attempted to give me a lesson in that way. Nonetheless, yeah, I'll have to thank the very few people that have because, yeah, in some way they have shaped me as a trainer. They have given my skills a bit of a run out. So consciously or unconsciously, I'll send them a thanks right now. So as you've been listening, I'm guessing that you may have noticed the fit between this presupposition that behind every action is an unconscious positive intention with the one in episode one, that everyone has a different map of the world. And indeed, the other one that I mentioned, which is that the map is not the territory. Because the entirety of other people's lives is unknown and unknowable to us. And so we cannot fully understand what drives their behaviour. So our effectiveness and achieving our outcomes are more likely to be achieved from really listening, staying curious and remembering that other people's behaviour is not necessarily anything to do with us.
And I'm going to finish on a quote from Napoleon Bonaparte, who said, To understand the man, and perhaps he meant the woman as well, you have to know what was happening in the world when he or she was 20. So thank you once again for listening. Um, Next time around, my subject will be the presupposition that people make the best choices available to them at the time. And that will be coming along next week. In the meantime, you can find out more about the services that I offer and the courses that I run and indeed link into the previous podcasts on my website, which is www.florencemadden.co.uk. Thank you and I hope you'll join me then. So as you've been listening, I'm guessing that you may have noticed the fit between this presupposition that behind every action is an unconscious positive intention with the one in episode one, that everyone has a different map of the world. And indeed, the other one that I mentioned, which is that the map is not the territory. Because the entirety of other people's lives is unknown and unknowable to us. And so we cannot fully understand what drives their behaviour. So our effectiveness and achieving our outcomes are more likely to be achieved from really listening, staying curious and remembering that other people's behaviour is not necessarily anything to do with us. And I'm going to finish on a quote from Napoleon Bonaparte who said, to understand the man, and perhaps he meant the woman as well, you have to know what was happening in the world when he or she was 20. So thank you once again for listening. Um, Next time around, my subject will be the presupposition that people make the best choices available to them at the time. And that'll be coming along next week. In the meantime, You can find out more about the services that I offer and the courses that I run and indeed link into the previous podcasts on my website, which is www.florencemadden.co.uk. Thank you and I hope you'll join me then.